Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 17 of The Naughty Step, a parenting podcast for parenting people, starring international author, international journalist, and someone who is once described as the UK's own Perez Hilton, Stuart Heritage. And writer, author, and once again, the person in this podcast who people actually like, Robin Wilder. If you haven't heard this before, basically we're married, we have two children, we're in a shed, and for the next 25 minutes we're going to swear at you about parenting. Today on the show... Hey Dougie! And me when I have to parent on my own. Versus me when I have to parent on my own. So let's do this bitch. Why? (laughs) I feel like you wrote that in the intro and then uh, chickened out of really selling it at the last minute. How should I sell it? I don't know. How would you say let's... Let's do this bitch. Let's do this bitch. No, no, that's that's too perky. You have to there has to be some sort of gritty integrity in your voice. Let's do no. this. No. Right, let's move on. How are you, Robin? I'm okay. The real question is how are you? Oh, I'm so poorly. This is continuing our streak of poorly. <laughs> when was the last time both of us were well at the same time? Before Christmas? I think I want to say. I was I I feel like I might have been ill before then. I Really? I think I've just been ill my whole life. Oh. I've got one kid, right? If you have one kid, that's like a test tube of disease. Yeah. Two kids is a petri dish. That's quite the analogy. It is. That's a why petri I said, dish. Yeah. Why? It's just they just they yeah, yeah they just everything. It's like a pandemic. If anything, it's like an uncontrollable pandemic. <laughs> this is the level of discourse, listeners, that you can expect today. If anything, a test tube has contains the potential for more. But uh, test tubes, I, I would say a test tube was a singular container. You put one thing in a test tube and maybe you pour it into a Petri dish. Now, I got I got a D in science, integrated science, because I couldn't be bothered to teach us all, <laughs> all of them individually. That's what I got. I did integrated science too. And I got a C. You got a C. So well, you should know listen to me. That basically you... Okay, you remember the apparatus from chemistry, right? Yes. So you have a petri di- uh, test tube, oh, yeah. you have a pipette, uh-huh. and a petri dish. What you take, it, what you do is you take, uh, and I think our scientific oh my minded reading back me up with this. You get the pipette, you extract some of the contents of the test tube, which you then put into a petri dish. That's 
was exactly my point. How is that your point? You were saying one less child than a is a tube. no, no. One child is a petri dish full of illness, and it <laughs> stays there st- on its own. But then, two, you're pipetting all of the different test tubes full of all the different illnesses, putting him in a petri dish. That was exactly my point. You know, when your boss said I was too angry on this podcast. So in so now you're saying no. <laughs> stop please stop I'm just try- i'm just trying to introduce some logic you've gone from a test tube to a petri dish to now two petri dishes yes because one child is a test no i've gone to one petri one child is one test tube right full of full of disease yeah do you follow do you one child is one test tube you just keep making the c shape in you no that's just um, miming it the test tube one Test tube is one child, right? Right. Now we have two children. Yes. Immediately we have two test tubes. We have okay. two test tubes yes, because now. One. Why don't you understand the one test? Are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> Are you doing this on purpose? One no, test tube. One test tube. Backwards and forwards should tell you that I'm not. <laughs> it's so easy. All the listeners understand this. One test tube is one child, right? So we had Herbie, one test tube. Then we had Ned, another test tube. What? Now. Instead of one getting ill and it remaining within the, the spare space in the test tube, that we're pipetting, <laughs> pipetting their illnesses together into a Petri dish and it's combining and making everybody ill. Do you follow that? I follow that. Not what you said in the beginning, which is one test tube, one Petri dish. Those are your two analogies. One child. No, I said, I said having a child is like having a test tube. Two children is like uh, introducing a Petri dish. Where is the second test tube that That's you just mentioned? One child is like having a test tube. This is rubbish. No. Never come to the parents' evening. Because the science teacher would be like, oh, I see where they get it. He can't even tell what's a test tube. I'm not talking to anyone. <laughs> what's going on with you this week, Stuart? Loads. What you do? I'm uh, I'm about to embark on a fortnight of international travel. Yeah, for work. Whoa, like a spy, <laughs> or just a salesman. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people get to travel for work. I barely do. I barely leave the shed that we're recording in. Uh, where are you going to? And um, for what? I'm pleased you ask. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, which is if you're listening, yesterday, <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday. Let's just say Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to go to Amsterdam uh, to mark the launch of the Dutch publication of my book. Your book is called... My book uh, in English, Don't Be a Dick Pete, in Dutch is uh, Min Bro is ein Eichel. What does Eichel mean? Acorn. Acorn, so my brother is an Eichel. Uh, is like a little dicked jerk. From what I've been able to tell of the slang, it means uh, uh, an idiot with a little penis. So acorn means... Little tiny... Micro penis. Yeah. So tomorrow, yeah. uh, I'm going to Amsterdam and I'm staying overnight and I'm coming back the following day uh, because I'm doing press interviews because <laughs> I'm a big dog. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what The way means. you said that is like a child would say it. I'm a big dog. I'm a big dog. <laughs> I'm a big dog. Look, I'm a big dog. Um, Are you being a Dutch child? Yeah. Oh, right. And then I come back on Wednesday, mm-hmm. the following Tuesday... Um, I'm taking Herbie and my father to Portugal uh, because I'm doing a piece for an in-flight magazine. This is the cushiest thing I've ever It's not heard. cushy. It sounds like it's actually going to be quite busy. And I'll be doing it with a toddler in tow, so it'll actually be very hard, I think, you'll find. Are you jealous because you can't come? 
Uh, no, I'm quite tired. I don't really want to go anywhere. I told my next door neighbour about this. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, going to, I'm going to Portugal next week with Herbie. And she went, oh, Robin must be so happy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Come on. Well, yeah. So I, that, that's partly why we're doing this podcast, because I'm going to be, each time you're away, I'm going to be staying here with the baby. Yeah. Um, and the first time the when first you go to Amsterdam with two, two kids. So how are you going to deal with that? Probably quite, quite badly. I had a lovely time when you were away. Oh, great. I had a really nice time. I had a very relaxed um, time with my oldest son. who He's three and a half now. Three and a half. And it was just, he was really well behaved. We just did whatever he wanted. He went to bed at a normal time. We had meals together. It was lovely. I had a nice, good, relaxed time with him. What is it like when you are with both of our children? A little bit more stressy. But that's only because uh, Ned is still quite sort of um, attached to you. He still breastfeeds. So there's not, I don't, you have like, I think breastfeeding is a sort of a shortcut uh, to childcare in a way. Oh, yeah. Like you can just be like, plug. Some Yeah, some, I was talking to uh, my friend Rebecca Schiller, author of The No Guilt Pregnancy Plan about this. We were both saying sometimes that we felt that like literally hormonal motherhood is the only way, only thing we've offered to, to the world of childcare just like okay well I've got boobs it's fine yeah um, whereas I don't do that and if like if uh, Ned starts crying because he's hungry then I have to walk to the kitchen I have to get a bottle I have to fill some bottle with formula I have to boil a kettle I have to wait for it to cool I have to pour it out so he's gone nuts uh, whereas you can as the first groan just I don't know how people do it I don't know how people look after two kids especially one baby and one sort of toddler age together because it's I find it really really hard I find it so stressful it's when our older son is going is singing old MacDonald in his nasal voice that he does I don't know why he does that voice and Ned's going because I put him down to warm up some food how are you going to deal with just Ned though when it's just when I've gone with heavy what's the plan then Easy, easy, stick the TV on, sit in front of the TV, put toys out, get them to crawl. All the stuff you can do with a baby, you can do with the TV on. So I've got the kids uh, for two days. Yeah. And kind of two nights because you're coming back late. I'll be back, I reckon, about eight o'clock. Okay, well, they should sleep in my bed. You think so? Yeah, because how else am I going to do it? Um, Put, Put him in, wait for me. I'll put him to bed. Put him to bed. You late. want to put Herbie to bed at eight o'clock when you've returned from Amsterdam? Yeah. No, that's a bad idea. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be in some sort of catatonic, drug-induced state. I'm going. I don't know. You're going to Amsterdam. You might be all, hey man. Why is it? I, 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 Amsterdam I, it seems to be a very pretty town, full of bicycles and rivers, and nice people. I don't. Right. I'm not going to go and have glom onto some stag party. No, the coffee shops, you you might go to a coffee shop and go, hey, I'll try that brownie. And you won't know that it's got, and because it costs, even though it costs like 30 euros for a brownie, you, you'd be like, oh, I'll just have a brownie. And then you'll be like stoned. Then you'd be like stoned. They'd like, totally like high. <laughs> you'd be like, whoa, what's happened to me? Like. I'm totally doobed. Doobed. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't, this is not my world. The only, the one thing about Amsterdam that I remember was that, um, cyclists don't have bells there are lots of cyclists and they don't have bells so what they like to do is if you're in the way they just like to come up quietly behind you and go ding 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's good to know 
I found when I had Herbie this weekend, the my best attack plan was just to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And just say, what do you want to do? And he said he wanted to go to a playground that was three towns away. So he got on a train and played on this playground. And I think that's like the number one key to successful parenting is just don't do anything you want to do. Just completely give yourself over to your child. If I went away uh-huh. for two or three days, yeah. what would you do with the kids? How would you handle it? Ned is past the age. He's past that crazy crying at anyone who isn't you stage at is the he? evenings. Yeah, okay, good. he is. So I'd do better at that. I think you probably should go away in the evenings. All right. Well, I think... I'm going away this week. I'm going out on Thursday. What are you going to do? What am I going to do on Thursday? Oh, right, yeah, brilliant. So I'm just going to get what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to cook them some food. Right. Uh, then I'm going to feed them both. Then I'm going to give them both a bath. And then I will, drawing from your lessons, put them both in bed together, read them a story, take the little one out, big one will go to sleep. Big one goes to sleep so easily now. It's a piece of cake. Well, Bedtimes he... are so easy for him. Doesn't he stay awake for an hour? Or yeah, but then sleep? he goes to he fight. He goes to sleep in the end. If I'd be worried if it was at ten o'clock and he was still just pelting about, but there's like half an hour of singing and banging, and then he goes to sleep. <laughs> it's easy, and that means I can concentrate on the little one. The bit I'm most anxious about is where, when it's just me and the little one, because he uh, the only way he goes to sleep is by drinking your breast milk. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and I don't have that, so I just have to rock him and dance around with him and not have any sort of evening. I think I do same, the same thing. I do whatever Herbie wants to do. I roll back the white rug that's getting slowly demolished that's a disgusting, in our living disgusting. <laughs> Never buy a white rug. We are going to have to do a whole separate episode on this disgusting white rug. <laughs> I'll roll it back. So I bring everyone in into the living room, leave the telly on, feed everyone food. Because otherwise... Both of them are constantly demanding my attention. Yeah. So, what have we learned in this segment? That I'm great at looking but after you kids. You think you're great at looking after kids. I think the I kids. am great. I think I'm good. I'm definitely good at looking after the older one. Yeah, because you guys are like a team. Yeah. Uh, and a year from now, I'll be able to look after both of them and it will be no problem whatsoever. It's just that the problem is the little one and his me. insane reliance on breast milk. We should do an episode on breastfeeding <laughs> and, and what you really think about it, Stu. <laughs> hey, Stu. Yeah? What kids' TV show are we talking about today? We're talking about Hey Dougie. Hey Dougie. Tell me about Hey Dougie. Well, you know what Hey Dougie is. Hey Dougie is an Emmy Award winning animated show that's aired on CBeebies since 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's so, an impressive recall from your memory. Yeah, from my memory. Inside my head, not in front of my eyes. It stars Dougie as a sort of canine brown owl, which is a bit weird now I've said it. Yeah. Uh, and his after-school squirrel club of little animals who learn something new each week to earn a badge. I don't need to explain any more about Hey Dougie. Because it's the best. It's the best. It's genuinely funny. It's beautifully animated. It's uh, It stands... It's one of those rare things, a kid's show that stands up to repeated viewings. Yeah. Um, it's full of uh, and normally I hate this and I had a go at Robert the Robot last week or the week before for exactly the same thing it's full of nice little references that adults will get yeah and children won't like uh, one episode Dougie's dressed like Steve Zizou from The Life Aquatic yes 
the Brave Banana Badge, where they're trying to conquer their fears and there's a lightning storm and they're all uh, they all get instructed to go to their happy place and they've all got different ha- all the squirrels have different happy places but Nori has one where she's saving a train because she's a oh, yeah. girl um, and the train in her imagination the train's about to go off the tracks and just one of the characters in the train goes I gotta call my mother which is a line from Independence Day oh is it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick up on that <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's I love really Hey good. Dougie so much. When Herbie was first born, I would sort of enter gingerly the world of CBeebies. And I hated all of it. Yeah. I hated all of it. I hated Justin. I hated all the segments. I hated... I liked Teletubbies because I knew Teletubbies. And then Hey Dougie came on and I was like, oh, this is interesting. It was. It looks good because it's yeah. everything simplistic and flat. Yes. And a lot of... I'm going to diss School of Roars now. That's a oh. fucking mess. School of Roars is a mess. It's, it's just all scribbly and you can't see what's going on. And it was, uh, But Hey Dougie is flat and it's clear and it's uh, a graphic designer created it. Yeah. Grant Orchard is a graphic designer. It looks very graphic, graphic designy yeah. as well. And it's just so friendly and nice. Yes. And clever. It looks clever. It looks clever. Yeah. It- and it, but it breaks within the world of this two-dimensional flat design. It will often break. So in the story badge, for example, they read a book and it's uh, everything's textured like a page. Yeah. And, uh, it's There's drawings like an illustrated book. In the puppet badge, you actually see the puppets or the puppet show badge. Yeah, yeah. The pottery badge, they introduce actual ceramics. Yes. And it keeps taking out of the medium. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I wrote, literally wrote the BBC press pack for Hey Dougie because I like it so much. <laughs> One thing that Hey Dougie does, and I think it's a really good mark of a good show, is that it doesn't make me question any of the characters. Only recently have I been questioning some things. Um, like what? Like when they go to the zoo. Right. <laughs> don't they... Don't they... There is... There's a comment about that, though, isn't there? Is there? I think so. I don't, I'm like, one's a rhino, one's... <laughs> all the main characters are animals. Why are they... Yeah, no, I th- I th- I'm sure that there's just a line that's just like... This is weird, but we're doing it. But yeah, you're right. Every other show, like fucking Bing. Bing. You can pull apart and you can be like, why is he doing that? And you can overanalyze it. But Hey Dougie is so beautifully constructed. There are two types of people. There are types of people who, you mentioned Bing, and they go, oh, Flop is my ideal parent. Yeah, I hate those people. Um, And the other type of the people go, what's going on in Bing? Why is this boy such a monster? Where are all the adults? Yeah. What is what is flop? To be to do the press but I had to interview Grant Orchard and uh, oh god I forgot her surname but Sue the producer right Pritchard J- Joff I think oh, okay but I might be wrong uh, that's why I didn't want to say it out loud oh fuck it um, and it was it was one of the most embarrassing interviews of my life because I like I love the show and I like them both a lot and so there was there were no questions it was just me fawning <laughs> and then sort of trying to react to how like that this isn't how interviews work but they did it and it was great and we got oh 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 oh, oh we got invited to the season two premiere me and herbie oh yeah and he was he was a bit too little to go but he uh he had a ball they brought out a big dougie oh yeah he like a big dougie and he uh he liked him he recognized Uh, dougie and he danced for him and he went and stood in front of him and waved (laughs) Uh, uh uh and that doesn't always work for no, example, no. 
the Paw Patrol. <laughs> I went to a I went to a premiere of a Paw Patrol with him as well, and they were like, "Yeah, come and meet. We've got Chase. We've got Marshall." And it's not Chase and Marshall, four legged animals, right? In the in the show, right? They're dogs. Yeah. They look like dogs. Yeah. They walk on four Oops, legs. Yeah. And they're dogs. Meet Chase and Marshall in the real life. They're people in costumes. They stand on their back legs and they don't talk. The they're just these. Don't move. No, <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> it's so scary. So he screamed and hated Paw Patrol. Dougie couldn't get enough of. Who is your favourite Hey Dougie character? Happy. Happy. Yeah, the crocodile. Why? Because he's uh, he sort of just plays on his own, and he gets excited. He gets most excited about things. Everyone, I think, loves Roly. Yeah. Are you going to say Roly's your favourite? No. Oh, who's your favourite? Enid. Oh, that's a real deep dive. The cat. Yeah. That's like she she's not goes, even one of the squirrels. No, she just goes, meow. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> what? Listen to us. What? There used to be a time where we talk winningly about films. No, they weren't. And they were like, I like a cat because it goes meow. No, that's we, what. You... We, if we talked winningly about films, I'd be like, we did this with Love and Hat. I was like, I like the film Twenty Twelve because of all the apocalypse. And you were like, I like the film, there will be blood, because it's a film, and various film film school references. <laughs> I like that you couldn't even I get no, close. So I like it because it's a film. Uh... I prefer the work uh, that Hal Hartley did in the 90s with uh, the film Amateur and so on. Uh, were... To what? To what do you prefer it to? The film 2012. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. No, I used to be a real... I used to like very highbrow art house films when I was younger. Uh, and now I just want to see shit get blown up. And you like Hey Dougie because there's a cat in it that goes meow. And it doesn't go meow. That's the point. It goes, it goes meow. No. It goes... Meow. Which is very different. Whatever. But also Happy... I really like that Happy's adopted. Yes. His parent is an elephant. Yeah, that's right. And it's never mentioned. Nope. They just, the parents pick him up and there's a t- different uh, species collects him. And they hug each other and it's just like normal and it's lovely. One of them goes uh, goes to Dougie's clubhouse on a bus. Yeah. Them go in a car. Yeah. Oh, do, you know, do you know who drives a bus? No. Who fun fact, bus? fun fact. If you ever watch an episode of Hey Dougie, it's driven by a bear, a purple bear. Right. Originally, that bear was going to be the sixth member of the Squirrel Club. Oh, really? But they decided that was too many. So he, he still appears, now. but he's a bus driver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Roly yeah. is uh, one of the sound guy's sons. Oh, really? And when they were casting, they were like, listen, he's a nightmare. Do you want to meet him? And this kid just came <laughs> in and was like, ah! And they're like, yeah, great, give him the job. <laughs> it's a true Hey Dougie story. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Our son's favourite episode is uh, the Ostable course badge. Yeah, he loves the Ostable course badge. <laughs> uh, which was written by our friend, James Henry. Yeah. Who's a very good writer. Well, look at us and our insider. I knowledge. know. It's, it's disgusting. Just, well, you know, it's, it's when people like us put our heads above the parapet and share our stories with uh, a like-minded audience. I'm going to kill myself. That's, uh, that's when we're... Really giving back. Out of ten. One, two, three. Eleven. Ten. You can't go higher than ten. Oh, he's such a... We well, can't go higher than ten. It's one to ten. People say 
Do you know, these days, people are so ambitious. They say a million percent. I've yeah, heard it don't, on The Apprentice. Don't do that. Don't say a million percent. Just say a hundred percent. And you should just say 10 out of 10. You're as bad as everyone on don't, The Apprentice. No, you are. You're as bad. Me. I'm not oppressing you. You're you are. As bad. You're trying to... Stop mansplaining numbers to me. It's not mansplaining if you're wrong and I'm right. That's explaining. Oh, right. So I was just explaining chemistry to you earlier. No, but you were... Oh, no, you weren't explaining chemistry whatsoever. You were failing to grasp the idea that one child represents one test no. tube and two children together, you can introduce a Petri dish and with pipettes cross... <laughs> why, so why do you keep laughing every time I say pipettes? You sound, you sound like you're making up your uh, answer on your chemistry test. But I'm not! Describe the apparatus involved with two children. No, because I've said it so many times, and every time it's been the same. One child is a test tube. Another child, the second child, is a separate test tube. When you get them together, you can, with pipettes, draw from their (laughs) disease... Stop laughing at me! You can draw from their pipettes... Test you, pipettes. <laughs> stop laughing, please stop laughing. And you can put them in the petri dish, and they will cross contaminate and make everybody poorly. That's the fourth time I've said that. You know, petri dishes are stored in stored. Storbed. In... <laughs> oh, storbed are they? <laughs> Lab conditions. They're sterile. But the point of a petri dish is to cross breed things. You don't just keep stuff in it. It's not a salad bowl. <laughs> 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 We'd like to do a shout out this week to And Then What, the podcast. Uh, They came round and looked at our children uh, a couple of weeks ago and we did a podcast. We each did a podcast with them. So uh, the one that's out currently, which is called Hold On To Your Hats. No, Hold On To Your Pants. I'm on that one. Telling some ghost stories. Yeah, it's good. Thank you. Uh, and Herbie's on it too, doing yeah. a little bit of singing. Um, and you're on one next week. Next I week, I believe, yeah. So have a listen to And Then What? It's the good. Podcast about stories. It's good. Very difficult to Google. Pick more uh, unique words than And Then What? <laughs> next week, next week's topic on the naughty step is going to be whether we're turning into our own parents or not, or the differences between our parenting and our parents' parenting. So if you have any stories about whether, you know, that. Get in touch. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at at Naughty Step Pod. Oh yeah, and we'll be back whenever. Next week, probably. Well, um, can you pick up some key parenting phrases in Dutch, please, when you go away? Yeah, sure. I'll ask. I'll ask people on the street. Yeah. And they're baked out of their mind on space cakes. But riding bikes and saying ding ding ding. <sighs> Get some sleep. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.